Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello. What's up? Donna. Donna. Donna and Steve. That's Steve. Yeah. I'm Donna. Mike the Mensch is here. What's up? What's up? All right. That's great. Uh, I got some music news. Want to hear it? Please. Here it goes. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, as you recall, um, Takeoff was Mm. shot and killed at a bowling alley in Houston on November 1st. And uh, just a side note, the suspect, not even a side note, this is very important. The suspect in the the murder is a 33-year-old man named Patrick Xavier Clark. He has pleaded not guilty. He was just released to house arrest on $1 million bond right now. Wow. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Quavo has released a tribute song uh, to his nephew and Migos bandmate take off. And it's called without you. Uh, see what you think. <laughs> anyway, it. it's, it's, it's nice. The, the only problem I have yeah. When you're doing like a sentimental song like this, is remember the days when we smoked that blunt together? Well, that's how they connect. I you, get you know? it. It's kind of like that would be like you saying to your neighbor Patty when we had that white wine on the patio. I suppose. Together, I know? suppose, especially now, where Might marijuana get legalized is legalized. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I just think my sister, if it was her kid that I was saying, she'd be like, really? Did you have to put the blunt thing in there? Yeah, but you're approaching this like a like a mother. You're right. You know? You're right. But anyway, the song is called Without You, and it is out now. So you can check that out. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it, what what do you expect these guys to do except to put it into music, right? Yeah, of course. You know, it's yeah. sort of how they have to process it. But oh yeah, just that was just such a tragic, oh, sudden e- event that just, happened that just impacted them so greatly. Yeah, for sure. Um, Shania Twain has a new song. Now, I have to say, I have not been a huge fan of some of her newer music. There was maybe one song she put out in the last, like, seven or eight years that I was like, okay, I like this one. Uh, But then it just kind of fizzled for me. But I like this one. Okay. It's new. It's called uh, Giddy Up. 
And it is from her upcoming album, Queen of Me. What do you think? Fun. May May I ask a question? Sure. In a safe place? Okay. Men's and men's. All right. Uh, has her voice gotten Changed. deeper over time? I think so. Okay. Has she suffered from that dysphonia? Is that what it's called? Dysphonia? See, I was I knew it was gonna come back to some sort of a condition that I was gonna be like, I liked her when her voice was higher. And then they're like, Yeah, she overcame a major threat to her vocal cords yeah, or something. I think it was a result of uh, Lyme disease, maybe. See? Yeah. And it really took a toll on her. And so she hasn't had a lot of confidence about coming back and singing and, and she's just finally finding her way back now successfully i think other than the vegas you know residency which was probably amazing for her career yeah but yeah it's lower i would say it's different okay but sure. it sounds good yeah sounds I good i like the song it's catchy she needed something super super upbeat and catchy yes those are if you're looking to splash back onto the scene I think that's a that's a way to do it. You know, you just need something earwormy. Correct. Even if you don't feel my advice to artists, and they don't often come to me, would be listen, I know you think there's a song that represents you better, represents the last season that you went through better. And we're gonna include that on the album, but we're not gonna lead with that. Right. I need hop, right. giddy giddy hop, giddy giddy hop. That's what we need. You're I need right. people tapping their toes. The bunions and all, getting involved, feeling the music. I'll hang up and listen. Steve, you're a wise man. Donna, um, you support me right now. I sure do. You're my best friend. I feel like all that's right. overcommittal. You have a little, a little interesting stat. I do. There are only two songs ever that spent 10 weeks at number two on the charts without ever making it to number one. No way. There are two songs ever that have accomplished this this feat. I guess you would call it. I mean, yeah, it's still an accomplishment, right? Yeah. Number two is great. Okay. Uh, will you give us a hint? Yeah. Maybe some years. All right. Uh, I don't have a year for you, but I do have this. Mike, this cannot go to you because I think you'll get it. Okay. But we will open this up to Donna. It's your... I mean, when yet... Okay. So that song never hit number one? No. That's Missy Elliott. You remember the name of the song? Mm, yes. It's called... Mm-hmm. Remember that one lady did karaoke to it at the campground yes, a couple I love years her. ago? I want her to sing it always. Oh, Lord, that was so funny. I don't remember the name Missy of it. Missy Elliott's Work It. Work It. Is one of, that's one of two songs that has spent 10 weeks at number two on the wow, Billboard Hot 100. That's never a bummer. went to number one. Uh, the next one is... Is by Foreigner. Uh, What Foreigner song spent two and a half months at number two? Never got number one. Cold as Ice. No. Interestingly, perhaps ironically, Waiting is in the title. Waiting for a girl like you. For a girl like you. Yeah, there you go. Mike the Mensch with the assist. (laughs) That's it. How's that go? Girl. I've been. Waiting for a girl like you. No, that, nothing like not that. that. No. All right. <laughs> um, All right. I don't know. It's I was a ballad. Close, wasn't I? Not even a little. Oh, whatever, yeah. There you go. 
Oh, great song. I've been waiting. There it is. There you go. You got Bleep. there. I think I really like Foreigner and don't know that I do. I think like I think right. I hear Foreigner songs and don't know that they're Foreigner. They come up on an '80s mix on Spotify. That synth that I just heard come in there. The bing, bing, bing. Me likey. You like that that synthy sound. Love the synthy sound. I wonder if you'd really like the cars. I do like the cars. Okay. Drive is one of my instantly makes me feel like I'm in an 80s movie on a cloudy day driving during one of those transitional montage scenes. Okay. You're oh. going late cars. I like early cars, you know, like Candio and moving in stereo and let the good times roll and uh, bye bye love. Mm. <laughs> so typical cars. Yeah, see. This isn't hitting me the same way that Drive does. Really? All right, since we have to edit all this out of the podcast, Mike, give us um, <laughs> give us Drive really quick. You got it. The very beginning. Start. I usually want you to go mid-song. Come on. Aww. Nice. Uh, meanwhile, we will them. continue on with our show. I love these sort of things. Somebody made, uh, there were 10 predictions about the year 2023. From 100 years ago. <laughs> I saw a guy in TikTok that did this from 10 years ago, and I never watched the video. It, like, flew away, and then oh. I couldn't find it. So I, But I love these kind of things. Let's find out how close the predictions for 2023 were. These were made 100 years ago. Donna has that list. We'll go through it. It's next on my talk. You have a New Year's resolution to save a little bit of money. I know you do because you're a person who has money and we all look back and say, oh man, we could have done better. There's such a simple way for you to save money. It doesn't involve you creating a budget or downloading any apps, anything like that. All you've got to do is go to thecanopygroup.com. They're going to help you save, on average, by the way, over $800 on your home and auto insurance. I had a listener who emailed and said, hey, thanks for the recommendation. I saved over $1,200 and... We have better coverage than we've ever had before. I got together with my buddies at the Canopy Group a few weeks ago, and uh, they were saying they're just so confident that you will get better coverage. And they are confident that it's going to it's going to come with a better price. And if they can't help you, which would be a rare situation, they'll let you know that too. But they have 16 different insurance companies they've partnered with. They make them fight it out for your business. You want to save money in 2023? Here's the easiest first step. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Remember when you were a kid and you would think about the year 2000 and you'd be like, oh my God, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be flying cars. Yeah. All sorts of advances in technology. Yes. People are going to live to be 120. Yeah. All right. Well, in that same vein, there are 10 predictions about this year, 2023, that were made 100 years ago. Okay, so back in 1923. Um, What's our source? Uh, let me this? check this source for you, please. This it is Settler's Gazette. Boing, boing. Okay, which was huge in... 1923. <laughs> By the way, I'm watching 1923. It is excellent. Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren? So good. Like, so, so good. Lots You're of our action. Helen Mirren. Thank you. You get you get better with age? Thanks, man. 
did it turn there? I meant for that to still be a compliment, but I got nervous as I was saying it. Yeah, no, it turned when you said you're our Helen Mirren. All right. Okay. Anyway, um, so here's what was predicted. People will work a maximum of four hours a day. The headline for that one was no more hard work by 2023. They said because electricity would make that possible. Number two. No more ugly people. Okay. I like, okay. (laughs) I did not expect this. And this is how, what they said. They thought beauty pageants would become obsolete because it would be almost impossible to choose a winner based on beauty. Well, you know, listen, I wonder what would happen if you took a hundred people from 2023 and line them up against a hundred comparable people, meaning age, height, etc. From nineteen twenty-three, are we markedly better looking than they? Oh, for sure, absolutely. I think part of it has to do with the advancement of women's hairstyles, because, as you said, it used to be when you turned fifty, you woke up one morning and you had, as you call it, Donna's words, cotton candy old lady hair. Mm -hmm. Where mm-hmm. it was just you had gotten the perm. This is what your hair was now. And when you look at old pictures of your grandparents when they were fifty-eight, and then you look at a picture of your parent when they were fifty-eight, or you at fifty-eight, it is remarkably different. Very much so. You're right. And also skincare products, queen knowledge about staying out of the sun, mm. all sorts of things like that. Um, another thing that they predicted about twenty twenty-three from a hundred years ago was that women will paint their teeth black. To be fashionable. So that's a swing and a miss, I think. Yep. We're going the opposite. We're whitening our teeth now. Yeah. Gasoline will be replaced by radio waves. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Yep. The average life expectancy will be 100 years old. What is it? What are we at? Like 77? 76. 76. However, the oldest living person is set to turn 119 next month. And scientists, there was a headline a couple years ago that said, is the first human in modern times to live to 150 already alive? Wow. Also, don't even get me started on what that would mean for your retirement savings. <laughs> right? Legitimately, right? You're right. If you you're have right. to care for yourself until you're in your 90s, and now you're going to live an extra 60 years. I mean, Donna, what if I told you? That you had 95 more years to live. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It would be a strategic problem. It would cause stress. It sure would, Steve. Now back to the list. Ten predictions about 2023 from 100 years ago. Flying from Chicago to Germany will only take 18 hours. Okay, so they were a little too conservative there. It's really half that now. It's around an eight, uh, I'm sorry, a nine-hour flight. Oh, wow. Okay. Chicago to Germany. Frankenfurter. Cancer will be eradicated. Mm. It's not, but there's a lot of progress being made for sure. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. 23, you got cancer. I'd imagine you just die, right? In 1923? Yeah. The advancements made even in the last 20 years have been pretty remarkable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, They predicted that homes would not have kitchens anymore. That one basically said we'd have ways to make food using chemical formulas and would not need to cook. Kind of. I mean, we have Uber Eats and DoorDash. Well, I think the chemical formulas, though, we have... My daughter just found out what one of her favorite fast food chains' fries are filled with. Oh, no. And she was like, I'm never going to eat them again. And I thought, oh, you'll break on that. But I appreciate your conviction. For now. Yeah, this right. Saturday afternoon, if you get hungry and, and see the right sign on the highway, yep, you will abandon your convictions in You're a right. jiffy. How about this one? Te- uh, telepathy will exist. Oh. That one was saying that we'd even be able to speak telepathically with babies. That didn't happen. That did not happen. Uh, And finally, kidney koozies, like beer koozies, but to keep your internal organs warm. (laughs) What? I don't really get that one (laughs) at all. Do Hmm. your internal organs... Nah, I don't even want to waste any time talking about this. Okay, great. Filter. It worked. Oh, wow. That's a first. What wow. if what if we had guessed now what life will be like in twenty one twenty three? We take the tape, we bury it in a field. I like it. People discover it. I love it. And um, that'd be fun. That'd be super fun. All right, start the list. People will be taller. People will be taller. Okay. I froze. I panicked. It's, it's okay. It's 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 a start. Uh, you want to play a game? Let's play a game. Let's play it right now, but let's play it with a listener. So if you're listening, you can call right now, even if you've never. I'd love to hear from a first timer. Oh, me too. That'd be fun. 651-641-1071. Uh, you can call now and you can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me or bet on Donna. If you bet on the right person, you will win a fabulous prize uh and then coming up after that we will get into uh these things from 2022 some of the things that were hot last year should we continue them into 2023 or abandon them entirely we'll go through that list as well next on don and steve on my talk hey good morning welcome back appreciate you listening it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment donna valentine and steve patterson mike the mensch also hanging with us, and we're going to play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, producer Mike the Mench. I want to see how smart you are. Alrighty, we are going to see just how smart you guys are, and uh, I'm going to do something special today. It's a Friday. We're going to have some fun. Um, do you guys remember how the College of Pop Culture Knowledge ended yesterday? At all? Uh, in a loss for me. Okay, that's what I recall. Do you remember the conversation at all at the end? Um, let's just let's just let's just listen yeah. Back. Steve oh. was talking about okay. Go ahead. I'm losing three to nothing already this year. And going into the start, the end of the year, when I was doing it, you were winning almost every I single know. week. I don't know what happened. I'm I don't this, know. The questions got hard. I'm sorry. Tomorrow's going to be freaking <laughs> spittoon country songs from 81 to 86. Donna's going to get three for three. I know how this is going to go. <laughs> they start to spoon feed her like a little tiny baby, a Gerber baby. Here come your sweet potatoes. <laughs> Today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Spittoon Country from 1981 uh, to 84. Don't speak it into existence. It might wow, actually come okay. true. The truth oh, is, gosh. I am not. Did I just manifest? The truth <laughs> is, I am not good with 80s country at all. Oh, if I end up winning this anyway, it would be oh, awesome. Uh, uh, 90s, yes. 80s, no. <laughs> We've got Tiffany on the line with us. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Hey, Tiff. How are you? I, I'm currently leaving Steve's favorite place in Florida. Disney. Yep. I did the Disney 10K this morning, and I'm on my way home. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my gosh. How awesome. All right, Tiff. Way to go. That's awesome. Do you get to like jog through Disney World when you do that? Uh, so for the 10Ks and the 5Ks, you basically run through Epcot. Wow, that's fun. That's and really fun. They, do they do a marathon where you get to go through the Magic Kingdom as well or something? So this, well, during Princess Weekend, you run through the castle. But this weekend is what's called Dopey. And I've told people if I sign up for this, I'm on drugs. But that means you did the 10, 5K yesterday, you do the 10K today, you half marathon tomorrow, and you do a full marathon on Sunday. I shan't be doing that. Okay. Wow. That sounds like a lot. Holy Pete. Dopey weekend. Well, uh, we hope that you're not dopey this morning because we need you to help either me or Donna spittoon country music from 81 to 86. Do you want to team up with Donna or Steve? Well, I typically always go with my spirit animal, Steve, but under legal advisement, I have been told I should go with Donna. <laughs> oh, no. I don't right. want the pressure. Okay, good okay, luck, Okay, Tiff, Donna. hang on, right. okay? We'll put All Tiffany right. on hold. We'll, oh, uh, no. Don, or, uh, Steve's going to leave here as well, but uh, here we go. I tried to make a mainstream as well, so okay. it's not just okay. extremely, yeah. So here we go. We'll start things off, and again, this is all because uh, yesterday Steve said this is exactly what the category was going to be today, and he <laughs> nailed it, so good for him. Uh, written by the Bee Gees and intended for Diana Ross, this 1983 song hit the top of both the country and Hot 100 charts and became one of the most iconic duets of all time after Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton got their hands on it. Islands in the stream. This group won three straight CMA Entertainer of the Year awards from 82 to 84 with hits like Roll On, If You're Gonna Play in Texas, and Mountain Music. Alabama. Since the 1940s, this Tennessee quartet has had some slight turnover with over 30 different band members, but their two biggest hits came in 81 and 82 with Elvira and Bobby Sue. Oak Ridge Boys. There you go. All right. That's what we were looking Woo! for. That's what we were hoping for. Yes, Six seconds to spare. You. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, how Steve 
is a big loser today. What, yesterday he predicted you were going to get one of three. What is your prediction for him? Zero. Okay, sounds good. No, no, he'll get Dolly and, and Kenny. Okay. Uh, Tiffany, are you feeling confident? Because I think Donna was. I am. I actually had Elvira on a 45. That's Ooh. how old I am. Oh. Wow, I think I did too. Nice. Yeah. So I'm old uh, too, Tiff. Hold on. All right, Tiffany's going back on hold. Steve, go ahead and uh, hey, pop Steve. back on with us. Yeah. Hey, man. Okay. What's up? What's up? Hey, Steve. Howdy. What's oh, up? Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. What the heck's all this megaphone stuff? <laughs> Just going through some emails. Not feeling prepared to work today. How'd it go? You're not alone. Pretty um, good. Yeah. I think it went all right. Crap. She was feeling confident. We may have had eight seconds remaining at the end. I don't know. Maybe. No way. Yeah, these, you'll get this. You'll get this. They're nice and easy. Yeah. Okay. I made a mainstream as well, so it wasn't just, you know. 81 to 86, I do just want to say, this is my truth. I was negative two to three years old. Okay. You just can't help yourself. That's my truth, Donna. Okay, great. All right. I actually didn't even pull up a tiebreaker, so hopefully uh, you don't come to a tiebreaker. <laughs> but here we go. We're going to flip a coin. <laughs> Written by the Bee Gees and intended for Diana Ross, this 1983 song hit the top of both the country and the Hot 100 charts and became one of the most iconic duets of all time after Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton released it. Oh. Um, how deep is your love? This group won three straight CMA Entertainer of the Year awards from 82 to 84 with hits like Roll On, If You're Gonna Play in Texas, and Mountain Music. Since the 1940s, this Tennessee quartet had some slight turnover with over 30 different band members, but their biggest two hits came in 81 and 82 with Elvira and Bubba Bobby Sue. I don't know. Jim Tuckett. The Tucker Boys is number one. Jim Tuckett is number three. And How Deep Is Your Love is number two. Wow. You got the one I would not have expected you to get. Was it How Deep Is Your Love? No. Oh, God, no. Oh. It's the Islands in the Stream. Yes. Oh. Islands in... No, you, you didn't get Islands in the Stream. Yeah, sorry. We'll, you, we'll yeah. run through them here. The yeah, second here one, go. the one that you uh. did get was uh, the second one. That is Alabama, and that was the group that won three straight Entertainer of the Year awards. The first one, written for the Bee Gees, intended for Diana Ross. That was uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's hit, Islands in the Stream. And finally, the last one, which blew my mind when I looked this up. They've had 33 members over I never knew that. That's, I that is shocking. I mean, Me neither, guys. <laughs> they were created in the Jim 40s. Tucker. But, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys would have been the correct answer for that one, so... Did I offer the Tucker Boys? You did. You said Jim Tucker, it, then you said the Tucker Boys. I feel like that counts for a half a point. Oak Ridge Boy, the Tucker Fine. Boys. You still lose. Tiffany and I win. Boom. Woo, I'm on the board. Good job, Donna. Thank you, Tiffany. Good job, Good job to you in running that 10K. Congratulations. That was easy. The dog is very tuckered out, though. Oh, you, t- you made the dog run, too? She's my service dog, Donna. She goes everywhere with me. Oh, wow. What kind of dog? She's a silver poodle. Oh, my God. A silver poodle. How sweet. Those silver dogs, I'm telling you. And Tiffany said tuckered out, and I would like to think that that was subconscious because I had said Jim Tucker and Tucker (laughs) Boys. That could be, Steve. (laughs) Like no, it. it's chilly because I ran a 10K at 5 a.m. this morning, Steve. Okay, now you're just bragging, Tiffany. Congratulations, what Tiffany. What were you doing at 5 a.m.? Sleeping. Exactly. Right, yep, whatever. yep. Although her 5 a.m. is your 4 a.m. All right, hang on, Tiff. Bye. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. To be there at 5 a.m.? No. No. I got up at 6 a.m. and almost texted matt belanger 
Oh, really? I said, bro, oh. I felt so bad. You know, you can't judge your feeling when you first wake up. When you're sure. battling any kind of a sickness, when you first wake up, isn't that when you feel the absolute worst for the whole day? Yes. And when Very I woke tired. up at 6, the NyQuil had worn off, ibuprofen had worn oh, off, no. and you're just, there's a discharge situation that's happening. You're sick a lot. You need to start taking some vitamin C and some zinc on a regular I take basis. Zinc. I take vitamin C. You know what I think I'm prone to? Thank you guys for asking. Sinus infections. Oh. I have things that, and this is probably because of a weak immune system, even though I do smoothies and all this crap, is I think that when you don't have a good immune system, a normal cold starts. But then if you have a weaker immune system, it can more it's more likely to turn into a sinus infection where two weeks in your symptoms actually start getting worse you know what i'm saying yes i think that's what i have i don't know i reached out to virtual i'll see if i have a treatment plan here shortly thank you stand by <laughs> okay thanks steve meanwhile uh yeah i have this should these things be left in 22 or allowed to go on there was a new poll uh, that was asking people about that and i'll hit on some big ones and you tell me stay or go okay Okay? this will be a thing from 2022 that was popular should it stay in 2022 wait should it stay in 2023 or go we don't want you anymore charcuterie boards they could stay all right 77 percent of people said that they should stay parting your hair on the side whatever you do you all right uh 77 uh, excuse me 73 percent said that Parting on the side should continue. Why is that a thing? That's so weird. Because the Gen Zers told people who were older that uh, you shouldn't part it on the side or you should. Oh, okay. I don't know. There was a real part conversation mid-year okay. that made older people feel insecure. Got it. Um, using the term Karen, I think that's time for that to go. Yeah, that's not fair to nice Yeah, Karens. we want to reinstate Karen. I like it. Crocs. Bye. Yeah. I'm okay with Crocs going bye-bye, but I've never worn a pair of formal Crocs. I haven't either. So I don't know if they're very comfortable or not. I like that you can hose them off. (laughs) Pumpkin spice stuff. I'm a little sick of the pumpkin spice. I think we need to replace it with butterscotch. Yeah. You're a Werther's kind of a lady, I bet. You betcha. You have a tin of those at home, neighborhood kids come over and you hand them out? You're hilarious. I'm asking. No. I, you're projecting there, assuming that I'm calling you the old lady of your neighborhood. That was your, well, they were my words, but it was your projection. Let's move on. Okay. Autoplay when streaming. I, I don't know what that means. Do you like, want like the next episode to automatically come on or for it to always give you a terminal stop? No, I like the, I like, I like it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Honestly, your commentary on some of these has been rich. Don't you like it? Like, it's easier to stop it than to go back to the episodes and hit start. This would be a fun conversation to have with those people from 1923 who made predictions. (laughs) Right, right, It's so much easier if it just plays, because otherwise... Old Pilgrim Henry, I have to, like, say to my phone, play the next episode. (laughs) It's not Old Pilgrim Henry. It's Malachi. (laughs) 
Gender reveal parties. Only 29% of people want them to stay. They're fun. I never had one. Well, we did a gender reveal on Twin Cities Live, actually, where we smashed eggs on our forehead. And what they do is there are six pink eggs, six, six blue eggs. Only one of the eggs in that carton is soft boiled. All the others are hard boiled. Oh, oh, my god! Or one is raw, I should say. And so you're smashing these eggs against your head, and most of them just crack a little bit because they're hard-boiled. And then finally, one splatters in whatever color that shell was. That's the uh, that's the gender of the baby. Okay. You're my baby, baby, boop. You're my baby, boop, boop. Finally, saying, do it for the gram. Only 7% of people want that to live on. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Do it for the gram. The saying, do it for the gram. Ew. Hate that. <laughs> you are just, you're, you're my, my special Smash lady. Smash that like button. Yeah, ring that bell. Turn your notifications on. When we come back. No, we have a new nickname for Mike, I think. Well, do you want to reveal it after the break? Yes. Who to come from? A listener named Katie. Great. I'm already in on it. We'll find out what we're going to call Mike forever next. <laughs> hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Woo. wee! Oh, woo. Woo. See what I did there? Woo. It's a lead in. Oh, very funny, Donna. Is that how it goes? <laughs> woo. Oh, crap. My woo. headphones fell out. Everybody. Stay where you are. If you're in a car, pull over to the side of the door. <laughs> Don't listen to anything <laughs> he's saying. Huh? You're so dramatic. My headphones fell out. What do you want me to do? Get Be professional new... and act like it didn't happen? Well, first of all, you're not even using professional broadcast headphones. You're using earbuds <laughs> that aren't even good for the gym. And you're expecting... Forget it. Just forget First of it. all... Just be professional, will you're, you, please? You're right about that. Not all of us have flat, dead hair. And I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Mike is bald. I have a bouffant. And when I wear the over-the-head headphones, then I have this giant I know, crease in the middle. What am I supposed to, to do? Nobody likes it. Is this how radio people become radio people? They work with these headphones long enough that their hair just gets totally wonk. And it's like, oh. Kind of. Yeah. It sucks. Especially afterwards, and someone's like, okay, guys, let's take pictures. And you're like, no. I have oh, headphone yeah. hair. Get out of here. If you want to see humans <laughs> have a real crisis of confidence, be in the room the day that it's announced to radio talent that there are new photographs that need to be taken of them. <laughs> I mean, you would think it was like some sort of a public bra fitting or something. I mean, no, <laughs> no, those are get. I have rights. Oh, it's funny. And now I'm becoming one of you. It's true. We don't. There's a reason people get into radio. Part of it is so we don't have to be on television. And then all of a sudden, social media comes out, and these promotional pictures. <laughs> Luckily, here at my talk, we don't have promotional pictures that we sign. Mm. Yeah, did you used to do that at the uh, country? Every other station I worked at, every wow. single station. And you'd send them out to listeners who had reached out and said, "Hey, we love or your show." Or at the state fair, you just hand them out. Yeah, and when you hate your picture and you have to sign it, just every day it's a reminder how much you hate it. Mm. Thank you. Donna, what? your bravery. 
I know it is. Unparalleled. You think they're planning to put us on a billboard pretty soon? I hope not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched a documentary. I well, you were on a roll. Yeah, I was. I I subscribed to the Peacock, and I totally got sucked in. I wanted to go to bed at ten the other night, and I was like, I'm going to go to bed now. And then YouTube had been up on our television down in the main living room. And it's our only living room. And it was YouTube, not YouTube TV. It was YouTube. And okay. so there was a Ric Flair thing there. And I was like, oh, because I'll watch wrestling, YouTube videos, Woo. stuff of like that old school. And you see what I did? I did it again. That was so funny. And I know, right? The nice. second time that you did it and uh, drew attention to what you did really added a nice salt to the dish. Thanks. I go on and I see this and then I'm like, oh, is his documentary out, the, that one that was supposed to come out? And then I find out it's out. So then I'm like, well, now I got to go on to the Peacock and see if it's out. And I'm like, oh, look at this. It's out. Oh, it's an hour and 51 minutes. Well, I really want to go to bed now, but I'll sit down and just watch the beginning. Hour and 51 minutes later, I've watched the entire Ric Flair Woo documentary. I believe it's called To Be The Man. It's like called Woo Subtitled to be the man. It is not. Rate. Is it really? I think so. It's called. I know it's called. Ah, woo. That's so funny. It's called. Woo. Woo. And I have read a Ric Flair autobiography before. It was really ghost written by a, a Pittsburgh radio host named uh, Mark Madden, who is a real character. Let me tell you. I interned at his radio station years ago. This guy, Donna, takes. He will offend callers. He will say things. I Ric mean, this Flair? dude. No. Mark Madden, holy Hannah, Pittsburgh radio personality, and captivating to listen to, a really talented broadcaster, but is, and this is putting it mildly, unafraid to push the envelope. He will just lay into people, hang up on people. It's unbelievable. Anyway, back to Ric Flair. I end up watching the documentary. I've read the book, been a fan of his for a long time. i got to tell you what I was left with. He's accomplished a lot in the ring. He's a Minnesota guy, went to the U of M, started wrestling in the AWA. Vern Gagne was up here. He was mm-hmm. controlling that wrestling territory back in the day before the territories all got absorbed into two, which were essentially the WWE and WCW. But and if you're expecting this to be some shine-up of his career, it's not. And to their credit... They did not shy away from the underbelly of Ric Flair's career. And frankly, the the shrapnel that hit his family. He's been married four times. Wow. And he has children who he tearfully acknowledges in the documentary that he missed so much time with them. But I think I sort of walked away from it. It left me with kind of a sad feeling. Oh, really? Yeah, because his name is Richard Fleer. That's his original name. Um, An interesting story about his birth and adoption and all of that. But at one point, he changes his name to Ric Flair. And it was Vern Gagne who suggested the change. He was like, dude, that's a great name. Just go by Ric Flair. Because he wanted to go by, like, Ramblin', you know, something Rick. And he was like, dude, go Ric Flair. That's great. But they kept referencing Richard Fleer, his given name, and Ric Flair. And my takeaway is you learn that at some point, Ric Flair traded in 
his actual identity, Richard Fleer, for this contrived theatrical identity that is Ric Flair, that is the wrestler. And when you would hear him saying, you know, I'm whining and dying and styling and profiling, you know, flying private jets and all this kind of stuff, he then mimicked his real life after that. He has a terrible drinking problem that even at the end, um, Tom Rinaldi is the famed sports journalist who worked for ESPN for decades. He does the interviews in this. And toward the end, he says, why do you still drink? You know, after you've documented in this documentary how heavy, heavy drinking, chronic heavy drinking Mm. has led to a variety of brokenness in his life. So why do you still drink? And he was like, laughs and is like, because I love it. He's like, why do I golf? Why do you play cards? You know, I just love it. And he talked about his current routine, which he still has like a drinking routine. But there was even a time when after one of his sons passed away due to an overdose and he found his body. I mean, really a horrible thing. Um, After that, he went, he was drinking every day from 10 a.m. until 2 (gasps) a.m. Wow. And hard, drinking hard. And that's only predicated by, I mean, before that, he was drinking heavily, but just more of in a party mindset, just tons of alcohol. And, you know, you would see him sort of laugh off how much he loves women and how he's, you know, going to bed with who knows who on any given night and all of this. And it's interesting because you see this juxtaposition of him tearful and realizing, oh, Look at, I'm look a at mess. the the yes, I'm a mess. And then these other moments of laughing it off and still like, I'm never gonna let go of it. Got out of rehab. WWE said you got to go to rehab or you'll never work for this company again. He went to rehab for 35 days, came out, had the little rehab token that you completed it. Walked right across the street to the bar, slapped it on the counter, and said, "I'll take a Miller Light." Wow. Uh, but there's just, I feel like it's a it's a tale of professional achievement that is counterbalanced in a tough way by a lot of personal brokenness. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's always amazing to me how... Yeah. Okay, so he was at one time an athlete. Yeah. It amazes me how these athletes can be so physical and athletic and still have this type of lifestyle. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's that party road wonder, lifestyle that I think yes. a lot of them had. You know, and he is... Um, been able to maintain relationships with his children. I think they've grown a bit over the past few years. But anyway, it's on okay. Peacock. It's called Woo! The Ric Flair Documentary. All right. Thank you. Dirtler, coming up.